Digital art fair is now underway at the K11 Museum, and the Money Talk team took the opportunity to go along and find out a bit more about digital art, including how much money some people were already making, while other new- newer artists at the event aren't quite so sure about how to go about doing that. Here's our very own Stephen Philby speaking with Phyllis Sham from the Digital Art Fair, Hannah Cho, Managing Director of Art Collective, Hyperfuturism, and artist Bianca Che. Well, I've just walked in the lobby of the Digital Art Fair to be greeted by this amazing piece of digital art. It's huge, though, so I wouldn't find a room in my apartment for it to go on. But it, it, it's just like, I think the digital nature of it just bring out so much vibrancy. It's a corner in Hong Kong. It's got a couple of different colour buildings, and it's got a tram and a neon sign, a traffic light, and then it looks like it's raining. Oh, yes, it's actually moving. I've only just noticed that. And you can see the shadows moving. There's, like, feathers going down, someone crossing the road, but there's just so many colours in it. And, you know, if it was just a picture, I don't think you'd get the luminosity from it. So I think that's one of the benefits digital art give you. Well, we've just walked in to be greeted by some smaller section pictures of the big one that we saw in the um, entrance. So this one's by the same artist? Yes, so uh, the, this is like a puzzle of the big one. Yeah. And you know, every single digital art frame, they have the individual section of the big frame. And this is called Take Your Time, Jonathan J. Lee's work. Yeah. It is a collaboration with the Oriental Watch Company that like collaborating the old and new Hong Kong together. So as you can see, there are tram, there are like old buildings of Hong Kong. So the artist actually sketched from the original photos, old photos in Hong Kong. Then they redo a new digital frame in there. So it's one frame, then has two different puzzles. So how many copies of each do you sell? We only sell like 10 edition of it. Each one? So it is yeah. like quite, uh, you know, like not mass production. Cause like, you know, digital art and like NFT, we only have produced 10 yeah. edition, unfortunately. If you want to keep it, you need to be because I... Oh, okay, so you've sold some already then. <laughs> yeah. And you have to buy the whole lot, or can you buy the individual pieces yeah, yeah, of the puzzle? Okay, yeah. so what sort of price range would you be talking about, say, for the individual ones? So individual will be 18000 for the traditional yeah. art frame plus one digital frame. Okay. Yeah, it's more I, I think that's more manageable than I was expecting, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're finding they're really popular. Are most people buying them as a whole or the individual pieces? Because, uh, like, to be honest, we just started like one okay. or two hours ago. But I believe these kind of artwork will be easier for the people in Hong Kong for the storage and yeah. more transferable, I guess. Well, like, digital art, basically. Still having a look around. And what we've seen up to now is been very much on Hong Kong. But now it looks like we're looking at something very different. Please, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Hannah Cho. I'm the managing director of an art collective called Hyperfuturism. Okay. Do you have a retail store in Hong Kong or is it mostly online? No, we do not. We are actually um, a global institute, I guess. We represent 55 artists from 26 different countries. Okay. And we're not a gallery. We're actually a label. So we promote our artists and then we're not really on the retail side of things. Ah, That's really interesting. And now maybe you give us a, a, a tour of a couple of the pictures and tell us more about them. This is fascinating, but I can't actually place what it is. So this 
piece. There are two actual two pieces actually. Um, it's from an artist named Michael Tan. He's Chinese Australian, based in Berlin. He is actually showing. He's inspired by nature and showing the different movements of um, not movements, but the way plants grow, the how they. How they go through the life cycles of growth is what he's representing here. This particular piece is from an artist named Studio Brush. He's based in Stockholm, and that picture is showing a memory from his childhood growing up in Copenhagen yeah. at a on a chalk cliff where he used to collect chalk and draw on the sidewalk with them. And he's gone back to this place recently as an adult and had his first date with his current girlfriend. And he tried to capture that feeling that of being moment. there with her. Yes. Yeah, that, that's incredible. If you look at this piece on an iPad, the colors look quite different. Okay, so we're taking a look on so, the iPad. So, you see? Oh, that's very different colors. It's much bluer on the screen, isn't yes, it? Yes, and we're trying to tone it down because I think this is a more accurate depiction of how the artist created yeah. it. And <laughs> how many copies of that would you sell? This is a one of one. Oh, one of one. Yes. And actually, I think I saw that on the label, but I didn't quite know what it meant. So only one person will be able to own that image. Exactly. So he will not be selling any other versions of this. Yeah. And you've got that guaranteed with the NFT and a certificate and things? Exactly. So yeah. this particular piece is on Foundation, which is an NFT platform that he's minted on. And the other piece is on Super. My name is Bianca Tit. I'm born and raised in Hong Kong. I study in PolyU and visual communication. I've never been an artist before, but I was an art director for advertising agencies in Hong Kong for more than 20 years. I started this project out of personal interest because during my childhood I was uh, from a very broke family and I very, feel very relevant to uh, topics about poverty and of course I, I'm rooted in Hong Kong I, I have always been fascinated by the history of the Kowloon Wall City. So that's your passion and purpose yeah. and why you moved into this field so yeah. you could get that passion and purpose across to others. Yeah, with new AI technology, I can recreate and make this place live again because the wall city was demolished 30 years ago. Not that many people have seen it or experienced it, they have heard of it. So combined with real stories, real documentary photos or research, and my personal experience that I put a lot in a lot of uh, the works, I created this page. Actually, I. It's a showreel of a lot of poses that I created in my page. Each of them has a very interesting background and story of it. Kalamore City is such a complicated, dystopian complex. It's a, it was a city within a city, so a lot of things is going on. It was also the most uh, populated place on Earth. In this dirty and chaotic place, I want people to still have the hope and still aim to the sky. That's why I created, uh, like one of the subjects I talk about is the children on the rooftop. They might be living in the toughest uh, environment, but they will have fun on the rooftop, they will enjoy the sky, they will look at the plane flying from the Kaita airport. I'm so new to this, I have never sold or buy any of my work yet. Um, you think that's going to be quite difficult because you're attached to them? I want someone to teach me how these things work because I'm a very new baby artist. Uh, if someone appreciates it and want to make it a collection, I'm 
very happy to talk about it, but I need some learning from it. I'm learning from everyone in Yeah, here. I was going to say, this must be a good yeah. place to network and find yeah. a mentor or even mentors. Yeah, but and NFT is such a new thing. I, yeah. I, I'm too old for that. <laughs> I, 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 need to learn, I need to learn what it is and uh, how, how these are trading. Thank you so much for Thank talking you. to us. It's really Thank interesting. You so much.